Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I'm this guy. My name is Brent. I have been an English teacher in the United States for over 20 years, and the goal of this podcast is to help you improve your English. Before we get started, if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, would you mind leaving a like or a comment? It really helps other people find the podcast. Thank you so much, and I hope you learn a lot from this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply got a really long English lesson here for you. I think it's going to be perfect to help with your English listening comprehension. So sit back, relax, and enjoy like 25 minutes of English listening. In today's English lesson, we are going to talk everything food to help you with your English. And I am going to take a quiz from BuzzFeed. There is a link in the description if you want to take the quiz yourself. But what this quiz is going to tell me is, let me find it right up here. Want to know the generation of your taste buds? Pick the tastiest version of each of these foods to find out. So maybe we should talk a little bit about BuzzFeed. I think it's a great site. Because if you, if you look, like the first word in that title is wanna. A lot of these articles are written in a way that Americans talk. So it can be really helpful for you to learn English. And I mean, what's better to talk about than food? The next thing we should probably discuss is generation. And I'm not sure if you know what this is. I'm sure you have it in your language. But... It just talks about the type of people who are your same age. For example, in English, I am part of Generation X. I was born in 1975. So a lot of the people born in that time, you know, maybe 10 years before, 10 years after, we're all of the same generation. So my parents are of a different generation. Um, they were born in the 1940s, we call that generation, no, no, we call that baby boomers, baby boomers. Uh, right after World War II, there was a boom in babies being born. And my kids are Gen Z, Gen Z, it's a letter. If you go to Canada, you might hear it called Zed. If you ever watch Bob the Canadian, he will say Zed. In the United States, we say Z. And in between our two generations is the millennials. And my brother is a millennial. He hates being called a millennial. He, he always says that he is Gen Z, my generation. Uh, but he was born in 1981. And millennials 
were born, I think in 81 to maybe 2000 or something like that. Um, and millennials are a lot of people like to uh, hate on millennials in the United States, people born in this area, uh, in this era, uh, we say they're like, they're not as strong as the rest of us millennials. It's, you might want to look it up millennials, but the, the yeah, they, they don't get a lot of love from Americans. Ah, There's some fine millennials, but so we're going to find out the generation of our taste buds. Maybe that's the next thing we should talk about taste buds. It's, I don't know if you can actually see them, but on your tongue, it's what you taste with. We just call them buds, taste buds. Maybe if you've had a really hot coffee, you've burned your taste buds. You know, get your tongue feels like scratchy. Yeah, that's taste buds. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through and answer these questions. We're going to be given four different types of food, and I'm going to pick which one I like best. And you can take this quiz after and figure out if you have the taste of a person who's old, taste of a person who's kind of middle aged like I am or maybe the taste of a younger generation, maybe just people being born, maybe the Gen Z's, Gen Z's. All right, let's go down. So the first one, I'll make this a little bigger for you. What's your favorite version of cheese? A couple weeks ago, I put on the community tab, something about grilled cheese. And some people didn't know what grilled cheese was. So there you have a picture. It's pretty simple. It's two pieces of bread and in the middle, melted cheese. It's actually pretty good. There's a restaurant not far from me. All they serve is grilled cheese. And uh, the name of the restaurant is Cheese Louise. Cheese Louise. It's a good place. Uh, Mac and cheese, short for macaroni and cheese. It's pretty simple. It's uh, macaroni and cheese. Like that's pretty much it. Put some salt and pepper on there and you are good to go. Cheese fondue. Um, I don't have this very often, so I know I won't be picking this, but it looks like you can, uh, maybe dip some bread when you, when you put the bread in the cheese, we say you dip it so you could dip the bread in the cheese and that's fondue. But There'll be fondue later on. You can have chocolate fondue, but that's cheese fondue when you dip things into melted stuff. So this is cheese fondue. The next one is string cheese. And uh, a lot of parents pack string cheese in their children's lunch. It's just like a big block of cheese. It's like a stick of cheese and you can peel off little slices of the cheese and eat it. So if I had to pick one of these, it's either grilled cheese or mac and cheese. I got to go mac and cheese. Okay. So I got my vote in for cheese. The next one is what's your favorite version of potatoes? So we have mashed potatoes. And basically when you mash something, it's like you're pushing it together. That's that's mashing. Um, sometimes when you're you're pushing buttons, pushing buttons, 
Um, definitely in the American South, like in Texas and Alabama, they'll say you're mashing buttons. Maybe uh, on your phone, if you're dialing a number, somebody may say you're you're pushing buttons or you're mashing buttons. So those are mashed potatoes. They were once potatoes, but then they've been squished, mashed. Uh, then we get the French fries. Spoiler alert. I think I have to pick French fries. Uh, potato salad. Uh, again, you and if you know the word salad, you know, it's a very common one. You might be thinking of green things with lettuce, uh, but this is a little different. It's basically potatoes that have been cooked. They are soft, and then you mix them with mayonnaise. Uh, I, I like I like potato salad. A lot of Americans will have them for cookouts in the summer or when they're grilling out. A side dish will be potato salad. But sometimes it gets really like really hot in the winter and potato salad is uh, in the summer. Sorry, it gets really hot in the summer. Potato salad is supposed to be kept cold. So some people have gotten sick because bacteria gets in the potato salad should be cold. It gets warm in the summer. People get sick. And then we have the old baked potato which is really good. There might be some, like, it looks like cheese on there and maybe some bacon in there. And then um, that is probably that white dollop on the top. We might call that a dollop. Um, that's probably sour cream. So if I had to pick one, I got to go French fries. I got to go French fries. It looks like they got some ketchup to dip those fries in. And who knows what that is back there could be some ranch dressing. I think Americans love ranch dressing. I don't think much of the world does, but I'm going French fries. What's your favorite version of chicken? So we have chicken noodle soup. And if you watched the um, video I did where I stayed the night in a cemetery, I had sort of chicken noodle soup. It didn't have as much liquid in the package, I made it like on a little stove. So it didn't have as much liquid as a soup did, but it had all the ingredients of a soup. So chicken noodle soup, we have that choice. We have fried chicken, fried chicken. Now this has bones in it. Uh, I am a little picky when it comes to eating meat. I don't like bones. I like it to be very easy to eat. I don't like to think I'm eating an animal. So I got to stay away from the fried chicken. But if you've ever seen a KFC, I'm sure you know what fried chicken is. Orange chicken. Now, to Americans, we would think that this is Chinese food. Now, if you're Chinese, you might say, um, that's not Chinese food. But basically, it's chicken with an orange sauce on it. And... Um, I, I like it quite a bit. So maybe spoiler alert, I might be picking orange chicken and this is Buffalo wings, Buffalo wings. When you see Buffalo, um, sometimes it is the animal. There are some Americans that will eat Buffalo, but it also means spicy. So these are spicy wings and they do have the bone in them. 
when you go to a restaurant, you can get buffalo wings two ways, bone in, which, you know, has the bone inside or boneless, boneless. That's without a bone. So those look like they have bones in them. So I am going to go, I got to go orange chicken. Got to go orange chicken. The next one, what is your favorite version of pasta? Pasta. Do you like fettuccine Alfredo? Do you like shrimp scampi? So uh, I I don't, I, I like shrimp, but it has to be like in a perfect way. And I don't think I would like to eat those. Spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, classic, right? And then bow tie pasta and vodka sauce. Or if you're Russian, you may say vodka. Vodka. I like saying it like that sometimes. I got to go with fettuccine Alfredo. I really do. Boom. Now the next one we have is corn. Corn. Do you like cornbread? That is very popular in the American South. Sometimes it's sweet, but it's often made to go with like chili. If you've ever heard of chili, it's a, a spicy kind of soup often eaten in the winter. We have some Mexican street corn that looks like it is grilled right there. We have corn chowder. So the difference between a soup and a chowder is that the chowder is going to have some kind of milk in it. A soup will mostly be more water or something we call broth, which is you need an animal for broth. You could have like chicken broth or beef broth. But corn chowder, this will be milk-based, milk-based or a cream-based. And here we have creamed corn, which makes me think corn and lots of butter. Mm, Man, this is a tough one. I'm going to have to go with, although I like all of these, this might be the first category that I could eat any of these. Pretty much a four-way tie, but I'm going to go with corn chowder. Corn chowder on a really cold day. Love it. Unfortunately, I think I'm the only one in my family who loves corn chowder, which means um, I don't I don't get to eat it a lot. But let me take a drink. Let me uh, got my uh, a streamyard cup here. All right, I'm hydrated now, so we can talk about berries. What's your favorite version of berries? Do you like the berry parfait? So it looks like there is uh, some strawberries there, some blueberries. This might be granola and this might be yogurt. I think granola, is that probably in every language? Probably granola and yogurt. I think those are pretty common words around the world. And then you have a berry tart. So this would be more like a pie. And then of course you got the berries and you got the cream. Your your berry smoothie. So you would put this into a blender and blend it. And uh oh, big word coming up. You would liquefy the berries. You would turn those berries into liquid, and we say liquefy. So those berries are liquefied. You can see the straw is coming out of that mason jar. We call this thing 
a mason jar, and berry ice cream. Oh man, this is an easy one for me. Anytime ice cream is involved, I I, I gotta go ice cream. Gotta go ice cream. Eggs. What is your favorite version of eggs? Uh, Eggs Benedict, or sometimes you'll hear them called Eggs Benny. Um, These are home fries. Those are home fries. They're like little potatoes that have been fried. We pretty much only have them for breakfast. And it looks like this is some asparagus. I think this is called hollandaise sauce on the top. I'm not sure. I have never had eggs Benedict. Um, Omelet. It's basically when you fry up, when you fry up scrambled eggs, those are scrambled eggs. An omelet is when you fry up scrambled eggs on a, um, this is a dish kind of looks like a pan though. So you can fry them up in the pan and then you can just dump pretty much anything you want into an omelet. You put salt, pepper, of course, you can put different types of meat. You can put green peppers and onions Yeah, the omelet. Yeah, the omelet's pretty good. Scrambled eggs. Uh, when something is scrambled, it's, it's mixed up. Those are good. Deviled eggs. A lot of times Americans will have deviled eggs for holidays. Yeah, like um, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's Eve. My family, I think, often had deviled eggs. And you basically will boil these eggs, call it hard-boiled eggs, cut them in half, leave the whites, but then you do all kinds of things with the yolk. That's the yolk, the yellow part, we call it. And you can put that. That might be paprika on top of that. But some people will put in pickles or olives or mustard. Yeah, deviled eggs are pretty good. Hmm. But if I have to choose, don't I? I'm going to go scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Oh, pizza. Pizza. Is there a bad kind of pizza? I don't think so. To all my friends in Italy, pineapple on pizza. Let me know. <laughs> Do you like pineapple on pizza or is that just a big no-no? I have a couple of friends from Italy. Aroni. He says, pineapples, no. But Linda, I believe Linda says, pineapples, not the worst thing in the world. Hey, if you like this video, hit it with a thumbs up, please. Um, yeah, so let's take a look. I'll make this bigger so you can see it better. Ch- cheese pizza. I mean, come on basic. Does it get any better though? That's when you really know a pizza is good if it doesn't need any toppings. So when we say toppings, it's the things you put on the pizza, the toppings. Ooh, buffalo chicken is back. Cheese pizza, pesto pizza. Um, Pesto is hard to describe, but it's the green stuff there. I wouldn't say it's spicy. It, It has its own unique taste. Um, I think pesto is pretty popular around the world. Uh, do you like pesto? Pesto pizza. Uh, right in the middle here. I think these, this is basil. Right? So we call that basil. Buffalo chicken pizza. So obviously we got the chicken. And remember buffalo. It means it's spicy. And then we got pepperoni. 
pepperoni pizza, probably cheese pizza and pepperoni pizza are the two most popular pizzas in the United States. It's a lot of peas right there. Um, I got to go cheese. I got to go cheese. I mean, I know it's simple, but all right, rice. Here we go. We've got Mexican rice. Now that's always going to be just a little bit spicy. I think it might have like some tomato in it. Really good. Usually pretty dry. Cilantro lime rice. I don't think I've ever had cilantro lime rice. Cilantro. I want to talk about this word here. Cilantro is very polarizing. Polarizing is a good term to know. It's either you love it or you hate it. So it can be, most people don't feel in between. If it's polarizing, oh man, one of our uh, recent presidents, Donald Trump, he was very polarizing. It was like you either loved him or you hated him. But most people had an opinion about him. Polarizing. And I think cilantro is polarizing. People either love it or they hate it. So we got the steamed rice, you know, just the bait. It's like the cheese pizza of rice. Pretty basic, but you know, good. Maybe add a little butter, a little salt. And then you get the fried rice. Now, again, we would call this uh, Chinese food, fried rice. I think most people in China probably have the steamed rice came over to the United States, we thought, well, that's too healthy. We need to make it more unhealthy. So let's fry up some rice. Well, me being um, not the healthiest guy, I should get better. Uh, Let's go fried. I'm going fried rice. Fried rice. Oh, and finally, chocolate. They saved the best for last. In my opinion, you cannot go wrong with chocolate any of these. I could just pick one and then yes, I'm right. Chocolate covered strawberries. It's exactly what it sounds like. You can see underneath here, underneath is the strawberry. On top is the chocolate. These are very popular for Valentine's Day. I know around the world, some countries also celebrate Valentine's Day, but um, In the United States, we celebrate it on February 14th. A lot of people, if you're married or if you're dating, you will give chocolate-covered strawberries to your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Mostly, it's the guys giving it to the girls, but or the ladies. Uh, Brownies. I mean, come on. (sighs) Brownies. Look, it speaks for itself. This looks like it might have, um, we might call this like a drizzle. This is a drizzle. Uh, It's not quite as thick as a frosting on top of these brownies, but they do look good. They do look moist. Uh, Another polarizing word. Um, If you would like to become a channel member, by the way, it's possible. There's a link somewhere down there. And yesterday uh, we were chatting in the Discord server. And, uh, I, I brought up, I mentioned the word moist. It kind of means like a little wet, a little damp. And a lot of people who speak English hate that word moist, but, um, those brownies are are definitely moist. We have the, uh, chocolate souffle. 
souffle. Um, I believe that's French. Not sure what it stands for. Maybe somebody who speaks French can tell me what, what does chocolate souffle stand for? Uh, it looks, you know, like a cake, but it looks like it has some melted chocolate in the middle. And then you got the classic chocolate chip cookies. These are chocolate chips in the middle, chocolate chips. So usually a chip is a small piece of something. I got to go brownies. Look at those brownies. I got to go brownies. Boom. Brownies. Oh no. Are you, I did not know this was going to happen. I talked about, I did, I did, I did not take this before. Oh my goodness. Hang on. Let's look at the other ones that could have been. Uh, okay. These are other quizzes you can take, but you can see Gen Z is mentioned there. Millennial. I did not think I'll read more. I'm scared about this. Okay. So the millennials at the beginning of this uh, lesson, I said a lot of people make fun of millennials. They don't like millennials. Oh my gosh. So when it comes to my taste buds, I'm a millennial. Food is the great love of your life. Oh, it's true. I like food a lot. You are willing to try anything once and you're proud of being a pretty adventurous eater. Pretty adventurous eater. So, and notice when I I said eater, I was trying to um, make it a little more clear for you. I actually pronounced that T, but when you're really just kind of talking to your friends, that T becomes a D, eater, eater. Uh, If you're an adventurous eater, it's exactly what this means. It's like you'll try anything once. So that's my quiz. Um, I encourage you, you know, if you want, take it yourself. Hope you've enjoyed this lesson. If you like lessons like this, I did a lesson about the differences between Taiwan and the United States. Thanks for watching. See you next time.